so yeah, I gotta apologize. Um, usually, you know, you guys are the ones complaining about not getting enough sleep, but I have not slept much in the past forty-eight hours. Uh, because New Year's, and and then uh, I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm really surprised there's no fireworks right now. I haven't heard a single <laughs> firework tonight. Have you? Seriously, no, I haven't. I haven't. It's weird. It is it's eerie. It's eerie. Yeah, <laughs> especially here um, in Jacksonville, like like gunshots are almost comforting, right? Like, so <laughs> <laughs> you know you're home. But um, I yeah, I expected there to be fireworks all weekend, but yeah. here it is Saturday, and people already got it out of their system. I guess I don't know. I, I think what happened for me is that I I got this second wind last night after the podcast, and I felt good, so I was like, you know, what? I don't need to sleep. I'm good, you know, <laughs> like, and then I, I drink Red Bull because I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, you drank Red Bull after we got done recording? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, because I wanted to watch Westworld with Meg and I was I was starting to crash. And I was like, you know, I just need to, you know, I just need to get, I don't know. It was a crazy cliffhanger, man. That, that show's good. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's but... really good. Yeah. Season three is amazing. Um, I, I forgot what I was talking about. What am I talking about? How was your guys' New Year's? Uh, uneventful yeah yeah it was lots of firework trying to keep a baby asleep um i haven't been sleeping much either because we're we have a baby (laughs) yeah and today has been one of those days where i'm like too busy with baby things to take a shower i don't oh no my hairs yeah 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 rune rune thought i had firework oh yeah rune Rune thought i had uh gel in my hair but it was just i hadn't showered and it's just come (laughs) (laughs) um no (laughs) i don't think so i don't think so (laughs) but it's yeah i also yeah i don't think i've showered uh, in a couple days either we're all really gross too young for this trek the final frontier these are the voyages of mc troy and eric their mission to introduce tyler to strange new episodes to seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Hello and welcome to Too Young for This Trek, the podcast where we introduce me to Star Trek. Um, this week we're introducing me to Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Episode 12, there is a tide that's what it's called right dot 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 yeah i i think so i mean what was it what was it originally didn't because they keep changing the titles on us right yeah what what was leaked was um for the good of the people which also equally fits maybe fits better i think it fits better we need to focus on doing what is for the good of our people at the end of the day they are what this is all about (laughs) like like there is a tide that's kind of ambiguous and i guess maybe that's what they're going for but like does it mean like the tide's turning or like this tide's gonna capsize us you know or is it like the brand tide and they're just like there is a tide there's a brand it exists (laughs) called Tide. i almost feel Um, like because the titles leaked like they changed them just because like well yeah you you thought that's what it was well it wasn't you know like what difference (laughs) does it make you know (laughs) <laughs> uh, this was the one directed by Jonathan Frakes this season, right? Oh shit, was it? I think so. That's pretty awesome. I that that makes sense because it was a pretty pretty good episode. <laughs> I really liked it. He's really good at action. Like he he directed one of the I think one of the best Star Trek movies, and it's pretty action packed. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what do you what do you got for alternate titles? Mine's a whole universe in the nebula, which is referring to Stamets's comment. My whole life is in the nebula. Oh yeah, Talo. Uh, what the hell is going on here? That's what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a line in the episode. Uh, oh nice. By Admiral Vance. What the hell is going on here? Bad Admiral Vance. Nope, he, he's a good guy. Maybe bad, bad Admiral Vance. <laughs> um i called this one die hard 3188 uh as we'll see why in a little bit but also um 
my alternate title is the Citadel Part Two of Three. <laughs> <laughs> it because this really is like a multi-part episode, right? Like this picks yeah. up right after the last one and it ends on a cliffhanger. It feels like a three-parter. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the whole series is kind of a thirteen-parter, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah. You want to hit us with that summary before we start talking about the things? Sure, let's get into that juicy, juicy summary. All right. <laughs> this time on Star Trek Discovery. After making sure Grudge was all secure in, in his comfy cat bed, Michael and Book bust all up in the dis- in the disco's butthole. <laughs> really, guys? <laughs> Ever since, uh, I, th- I think it was Troy that called that uh <laughs> the port the disco's butthole i can't see the it as like the disco doing like goatsy like yeah <clears throat> michael book crash into the disco's shuttle bay on purpose just like that one time on star trek when spock's brother hijacked the enterprise because he wanted to go visit god at the center of the universe or something anywho the discovery's latest captain asira Full Starfleet HQ to let her into their super thick force field. <laughs> <laughs> it works for some reason. Osiris Science Boy shows up uh, to figure out how the Disco's spore drive techno battle works. I wish he would let us in on that because I still don't know how any of this works. Maybe he will. <laughs> While bonding over their uh, appreciation for Andorian opera, Stamets and the future scientist in the fancy hover chair argue over whether or not Osiris is blatantly evil or, or not. Spoiler alert, she totally is. After making sure the cat is okay, Book and Burnham share a super cute moment before she goes full John McClane on Osiris' henchman. She clearly stole from Hydra. Uh, Burnham straight mercs a dude with her thighs. takes a knife to the lake. Admiral Vance agrees to meet with the Syrah to negotiate the return of Discovery's crew. We're introduced to Vance's personal holographic lie detector with a creepy smiley face. His name is Eli. Get it? E- Eli? Meanwhile, <laughs> Meanwhile, Burnham is busy being a total badass bitch and pulls a diehard, literally crawling through air ducts with a stab wound, a limp, and no shoes. <laughs> Does she not have shoes? Yeah, she loses her boots. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty direct Die Hard reference, I feel like. Uh, anyways, we'll get into that. I've never seen Die Hard. <gasps> I have seen Live Free or Die Hard. What? Oh, that one sucks. I like oh, that you... one. I mean, the... it's got... Kevin Smith's pretty funny in it. It's got some good it's parts. It's got Justin Long in it. Yeah. But that's for another podcast for another day. Asira is crafty AF and tries to convince Admiral Vance to let the Admiral Chain, sorry, the Emerald, the Emerald Chain <laughs> join the Federation. But oh snap, he just called her out on her bullshit. Hmm, maybe he's not such a bad Admiral after all. The jury's still out though. I don't trust him. While dining on replicated apples made of literal shit, Vance <laughs> explains that the Federation has principles and shit. So it can't really get down the whole, can't, can't get down with the whole slavery slash forced labor camps slash ruthless despot thing. Asira heads back to the disco where she shoots Rin, the antenna-less Andorian, in the face. Sad face. If that's not shocking enough, Burnham then ejects Stamets into space. In a bubble. <laughs> that's important. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's a good point, yeah. She doesn't kill him. Just traps him in the void of space, I guess. Well, he gets pulled in to the... Yeah space station or whatever then if that's not enough the episode ends with a crazy cliffhanger where tilly bryce reese owo and detmer all team up with that cute little with the cute little robots to take back the ship to be continued (laughs) sorry (laughs) so the first thing i want to say is i accidentally jokingly predicted that there would be a lot of diplomacy in this episode (laughs) <laughs> there was yeah. yeah last episode i was like nah they're gonna find a diplomatic solution out of this because <laughs> you were like you know there's gonna be a lot of shooting in this episode or something we and... were both right <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i love that about this episode though because uh we kind of haven't seen a whole lot of that on discovery yeah and i didn't really see that 
coming at all because Asira has just been like a pretty black and white you know villain yeah she's like very mustache twirly yeah so like in this you know she i i forgot <laughs> i forgot and i was just like taking her at like face value up until like halfway through like her discussion with admiral vance and i was like wait a second she has slave camps <laughs> yeah. yeah for a second she was kind of convincing but it's like wait yeah <laughs> so i guess we could start at the beginning oh we don't want to talk about that final scene no. <laughs> Shut we'll, down. Get to it. we'll, we'll we get better. to it oh we better no so at the beginning there's only a few things really to talk to uh, mm-hmm. talk about. There's them getting there through subspace. Yeah. Uh, the whole chase of the Enterprise. The Discovery. The, the fake chase. With, it's the Discovery. Yeah. USS Discovery, Discovery NCC yeah. 1031. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I'm... I'm I'm a little bit scrambled no, that's today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that book said that even the couriers avoid the courier network, yeah. which is like the little subspace thing. Like, Wasn't I guess there, it's like, like shortcuts they know about. Yeah, there was. There was like all this yeah. debris they had to dodge around. That was kind of cool. Yeah, so I guess it's like a shortcut that they know exists, but it's like a bitch to get through even with a tr- transforming ship. Yeah. What is book ship called? Do we, do we know what that's called other than book ship? Nope. What the fuck? Libya doesn't have a name. Maybe I, it's just a I ship. I think it might have been mentioned at some point. Huh. No, I, they literally refer to yeah. it as book ship. Okay. In this episode, they do at least. I mean, for such a cool ship, it's weird that they haven't named it, you know? But yeah, that that gets crashed into this shuttle bay. And, uh, Maybe they the call it the butt this. plug. But... <laughs> <laughs> the boomerang. But the other thing that I want to talk about is a returning character from earlier on in the season. And I think we called it a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, Z- who was it? Z- Zara? Zara? Zara. Yeah. Who? The guy who they <laughs> sent out on the ice planet. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot. He, he showed up. Yeah. <laughs> There's so like, much going on in this episode that I totally forgot about that dude. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if Eric literally forgot that that guy was in it. Because like him and Tilly have a conversation about how like yeah. next time, like do the killer yeah. yourself. Don't let the ice, you know, do the job. And yep. I'm pretty sure that means Tilly's probably going to kill him. And the rest of us are going to start barricading the turbo lift doors. Next regulator who tries to step through is going to lose a head. He had, um... Uh, yeah. That, that, that's foreshadowing, for did sure. Did he have frostbite? Is that what was going on with those hands? Yeah, he did. Yeah. That was fucked up. Oof. I'm about to make a lot of painful sounds. One second. But I'm not farting. I'm moving my chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good now. Uh, okay, okay. But yeah, the... Those are pretty much the only things that really happen in the beginning of the show. I don't know. That opening was pretty intense. I mean, they jammed so much in there. Like, there's a whole bunch of talking about the battle that's going on between um, the Discovery and uh, Osiris' ship. Oh, it starts with a K, I swear. (laughs) No, it's not going to come to me. Um, What was it? The Denoblian? No, the Venetian? No, no. Viridian? Was that it? Viridian. That's it. Yeah. Eric's got it. Um, yeah. Okay, so, there we go. I thought it was it's, a K. It's a Star Destroyer, basically. It's a, it's a cool high yeah. yeah. It, Star MC Star is Star missing Star. the most important moment in the beginning, and that's that uh, book has somewhere on a ship that is like safe for Grudge <laughs> yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, is Grudge secured? And then like a hologram shows up on like, you know, like the I don't know, the like desk of the control station. Yeah. And you could just you just see her sitting in a little cat bed. <laughs> My favorite thing about that was that uh Grudge looked bored. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like considering the circumstances. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. amazing. Well, what, it was a very cat thing to secured? do. I think there's like a force field or something. Maybe she has her own gravitational generator, so like she doesn't get any of the turbulence. I mean she is a queen after all. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where she's at when they t- like take book in grudge grudge is on the ship on bookshop uh-huh. right but well maybe there's like something like cloaking her in there too so they can't see her life sign oh yeah i, w- I wonder if that's a plot hole because what if yeah w- what if what happened to rin happened to grudge i think it'd be way more impactful even though i liked rin <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh rin r.i.p i'm interrupting this 
sad, sad moment to bring you an even sadder moment. Uh, in the episode, we forgot to record a... There's a cat, yeah, I got a cat. So I'm adding it in in post. So here's the thing. Uh, my wife wanted to save some room in the living room by replacing our cat Clary's bed. It's actually a dog bed uh, that we got for our 75-pound dog, and he doesn't get to use it. She uses it. So we're going to replace it with a smaller cat bed, except for the cat bed that we ordered. Turns out it was like three times smaller than what we expected. We took away the other one to see if she liked this one, and she's like laying on it and like hanging off of it. And then all of the cats just start, they loved it. They started fighting over it. So then we had to put her other bed out. So instead of saving room, now we have two cat beds. Back to the episode. Yeah. I, I think what made Born me like Rin so much is more of the actor. Like I've started following yeah. him on Twitter and like how he's cool. hype he is about his wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's a cool dude. Yeah. And I don't know. I like, I like the, I thought it was cool that, uh, him and his wife got to work together even though they didn't really have that many scenes together but i think yeah they had like one or two and at one of the scenes she was yelling at him <laughs> i think yeah right yeah but yeah no i love the pacing in this episode like it starts off like pretty pretty fast paced and it doesn't stop it's like mm-hmm. it's like a fast and furious movie yeah it, it's really weird it, it's like we go straight from the ship being crashed into the thing to uh the same with Osira with her scientist being yeah, like... Yeah, Aurelio. Um, and mm-hmm. does he seem like he's going to be like an important character they're setting up for the next season to you guys? Because he, he seems like that to me. He seems sus, right? Oh, no. Like... Oh. He seems like... To me, it seems like he's going <laughs> to... Um, well, yeah, okay. He seems like he's like learning in this episode that Osiris is not as great as he thought. And I feel like he might be the gateway to actually them forming a union with the Emerald oh, Chain. I think, I think you might be onto something there that I've totally forgot about that. Yeah. Towards the end of the episode, he started to catch on at first. I assumed he was in on it and just dispassionate about it, but like he mm-hmm. literally didn't know what she was up to, which is crazy. Yeah. Cause she's been like so good to him. Um, yeah. She's very manipulative. Yeah, and well, the th- and the thing is, like, why I think like he might be important is because, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, this is later on. Sorry, MC. Um, <laughs> she like uh, Admiral Vance is like, who's going to be the face of this? And she's like, what about a rel- well-respected scientist? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, would he be just a puppet for you? So what if he's not actually <laughs> just true. a puppet for her, but he's still the face of it? Yeah, I mean... That would be awesome. It, it, it very much seems like that's how they're setting him up to be, uh, and who that... Mm-hmm. But we're introduced to him, and we're just supposed to think that he's, like, this willing participant in all of her... in all of Osiris' schemes, but then you find out, oh, he doesn't actually know anything that's actually happening yeah, on these yeah. slave planets and people getting starved to death and the pesticide is being used as leverage mm-hmm. and yep. all this sort of stuff. He's like, no, but it's, yeah, I was doing all this science for them. It's very Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? Is that his name? Yeah. Were you guys surprised to find out that um, the Emerald Chain has like all of these like scientists? Like they have like a science academy? Oh, I, they just seem like thugs to me, you know. Like, yeah, no, it it's really shaping up like it's more of a governmental body more than it is like I just thought it would be like mobsters, but it's really yeah. <laughs> more like an alternative government. Yeah, it seemed like yeah. basically they're like a capitalist society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might not be quite as corrupt as they seem. Oh, I guess. They address one of the things in that we've been complaining mm-hmm. about. What capitalism? <laughs> oh yeah, about the capitalism. Uh, I mean, and... we complain about that anyways. No, no, no. In, in the in scene life. later on with the admiral and Osira, she says uh-huh. that the Federation has to admit there's already capitalism happening within oh, their system. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Troy would love that. Yeah, yeah. But, but Troy's no longer with us. No, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's he's okay. <laughs> just to be clear, he'll be back. He's just he busy. Back. Yeah, in a nebula. 
<laughs> um, so during that conversation, uh, she brings up Deep Space uh, 253, DS-253. Do you think that's the next spinoff series? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Do I have uh, to watch the first 252 to get it? No, because, I mean, Deep Space Nine, you know. You didn't know. have to watch the first eight. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. You just jump mm-hmm. right in. In fact, yep. you can skip the first three seasons and just go go right in from there, and you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, so we're kind of just talking randomly here, but this is still early in the beginning. What you guys think about sure. the uh, costumes for the regulators? Um, well, well, we see them a few times, but uh, one of the big scenes is when Book gets caught. That we see that there are some humans, but um. There's a few guys with like full on head masks and everything, so we don't actually know what race they are. Yeah, they're stormtroopers. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, They were were pretty cool, but. Most of them, I'm guessing, are, or a good bit of them are Andorian because I don't know, their voice sounded Andorian. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but. No, it does. (laughs) Okay. From the Andorians we've seen this season. Yeah, I guess so. I guess like maybe they used the same uh, actor to do the voices for them. I don't know. They like something about them sounded Andorian. (laughs) Yeah, could be. I think it'd be funny if like in the next episode they take off their helmets and it's the two guys from the first episode. Could be like still bickering or whatever about whatever (laughs) we're talking about in the first episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it seems like Andorians and Orions kind of make up the bulk of the Emerald Chain. Yeah. So that that would track. Well, there is another scene that's right there in the beginning. It's a little bit after mm-hmm. Book's Court where uh, Michael is fighting with one of them. Yeah. In the in Stamets' uh, lab. Yeah. And she chokes one of them out and he stabs her in the leg. Yeah, that was nuts. That was intense. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't in the lab, was it? That was, like, in the hallway. Uh, it might have been in the hallway. I can't remember, but yeah. Yeah, that's right, because the doctor wasn't in there. I thought he was dead, but we actually see him later in the episode. Oh, shit, I thought Um, she killed that guy. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought he was dead, too, but we see him later in the episode. I can't remember if he's doing anything of interest. I think he's on the bridge when, um, Osiris, like, yelling at everyone. Mm, okay. And then, yeah, shoots her in. Oh, what'd you guys think of, uh, so you, the bulk of this episode really is Vance and, um, Asira, like, trying to negotiate. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that scene? I liked it a lot. Um. Me too. There was, like, just enough humor in it. Like, the whole apple scene was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And the thing oh. is, like, is that, like, canon? Is it actually made out of their ship? Because Eli's uh. there, and he didn't call him out as it being a lie. <laughs> so. I've never eaten a real apple. Well, how sad. Apples are a thing of beauty. If you want to talk about oppression, you should start in your own mess hall. It's made of our shit, you know. That's the base material that we use in our replicators. We deconstruct it to the atomic level and then reform the atoms. It's pretty good for shit. And we don't have to commit atrocities for it. Well, you're not being very diplomatic. And you're wasting my time. I think he might have been joking. I don't know. Here's the other thing, Eli. Like, they they explain why they look like that, why they look like humans, why mm. it's like a computer-generated face, but yeah. they thought it was better than just a red light going off, which is very much how they have portrayed it in the past, uh, in very many uh, sci-fi. It's like, you're lying, there's yeah. a red light, you, so we know you're lying. <laughs> Green yeah. light, he's yeah. telling the truth. I'm assuming it, that's in the menagerie, isn't it? Well, kind of. Well, well, okay, so Futurama did Pike. a parody of the Menagerie, yeah. and they have a lie detector thing like that in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so th- that's my assumption. Yeah. We'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. <laughs> there is a blinky light. That's a very important blinky light in the Menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, just that made me laugh so hard when he's like, she's eating an apple and he's just like it's made of our shit you know i I had to like rewind and be like did he just say it's made of shit yeah (laughs) he's like it's pretty good for shit (laughs) we don't have to commit atrocities to get it (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, yeah i 
I don't know. I mean, I know that the replicators use, they reconstitute matter, but it's never been explicitly said where they got that matter from. Uh, I assumed it was just space debris, like collected on the deflector dish. But I mean, it's probably <laughs> that as well. It's probably all waste products. Yeah. Be- but yeah. I guess when it, you atomize shit, it doesn't really matter yeah. what you turn it into. It's still funny, that though, that she <laughs> mentions that it doesn't actually taste like an apple. Yeah. Well, it's they have talked that, that is apple. canon. Yeah. That is canon, because they've talked about that before, how replicated food doesn't taste the same. Um, but here's the thing. Here's like the fake thing, alcohol Eric. and stuff. How many all. how many different types of apples are there? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, which planet was this uh, harvested on? First of all, <laughs> well, I mean, like even on Earth, we have like a billion different types Green of apples. Smith. Like they just came out with a new apple last year. Like no joke. Like that's not like a an <laughs> iPhone joke. Like they came out with a new apple. Like there's oh, yeah. uh, it's called the Cosmic Crisp. Oh, that sounds delicious. Is it, it like infused with LSD or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just supposed to be like the best apple you've ever eaten. And it's genetically modified. And not made of shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd try it. I mean, there's like some shit down. Like, if you like go deep enough, you know, like the tree was fertilized with shit probably. <laughs> right. So there's some shit <laughs> in it. Circle of life. So during that scene, though, Vance has a really great line that I kind of latched onto. It's pretty good for shit. He said, the past is the only light with which we can see the future. thought that was good. Yeah. So Very I guess... Good. Uh, after this commercial break, we we can talk about if he made the right decision or not, and uh, other shit too. But wait, what? Hello, friends. This is Troidal Power, host of the Troidal Power presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And I'm inviting you to listen to Troidal Power presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. You can find it and a lot of other weird shows at probablywork.com. Are you talking about the Apple user agreement? <laughs> yeah, so I, oh, okay. when he reads the ar- armistance, it like pops up in front of him, and it just looked like a user agreement. Oh, like anytime yeah, yeah. you like download something, he's like, oh, no, I need to admit it. I need to read this. And so I just now, I just, in my head canon, Admiral Vance, every time he downloads an app, he like reads a user agreement, and he's like, I do not agree to this. Uh, yeah. It's on the principle. <laughs> uh, so That's pretty fantastic. What did you think of his ultimatum? of Mm. we'll join forces but you have to be tried for your crimes that you've blatantly been doing like how did you think that played out did you think it was gonna happen or sorry your people are good i beg you to be as good as they are i can promise you justice oh i can promise you the same Well, before that, I was like, okay, he is a bad role confirmed. Like, because, like, he was totally, it's totally seemed like he was ready to uh, just join forces, you know, for the sake of, you know, a strong union or whatever, and just well, it's sweep everything the under people. the rug. But when he did that, I was like, oh, go, you, man. Like, that's, that's what the Federation's about. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. So, one, Eric, your chair's squeaking again. Oh, Two, shit. I. <laughs> I think it's a lot more gray than that. Like, I think... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I could go either way. Wait, now way. you're being skeptical about him. No, not... Oh. I don't know about his judgment call. I think he's doing okay. it for the right reasons, but... Yeah. You know, like, obviously it helps a lot more people if they join forces. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she was willing to make a lot of concessions, such as stepping away from all the pre-warp societies over, That's like, true. the process of, like, 15 years, not committing any more um, violations mm-hmm. of the Prime Directive, and ending slavery. Yeah, those are pretty huge. Boy, like, you know, obviously she's maybe got something else, like, if she's not willing to, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe well, she doesn't care about the people that much if she doesn't want to you know possibly get like arrested or something but then i don't know i don't know well well okay so even if they followed through with those concessions she would still be in power 
and they can't really trust her, you know, <laughs> like uh, she doesn't have a good track record. If she was willing to step down, that would be a slightly different situation. Yeah. And I think that's maybe you're looking at like a like a modern parallel uh, North Korea, like, uh, you know, you know. Kim Jong-un himself is kind of an issue, you know, like he's got he doesn't have a good track record and all that. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean, coming to like a better like better terms with them wouldn't be a bad thing. But there's the whole, you know, war crimes thing and you know all that. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> time, buddy, it doesn't with dictators. It doesn't seem like she is their leader. Like she obviously has a lot of political power within the emerald chain but it like i mean there was like some kind of like congress or something some kind of like legislative legislative branch that she Mm -hmm. had to bring the whole like uh ending slavery thing before yeah i mean that could be like a a front well like you know what i mean like maybe it's just like for her image for her pr image maybe i'll just answer to her because he even talked about like would this guy be just a proxy for you like a puppet you know yeah I, don't, yeah. I was thinking it could be like the the imperial senate in star wars you know like they don't serve a yeah. purpose once palpatine's in power you know <laughs> yeah i was thinking this whole episode like uh, <laughs> uh burnham's going through the ship killing people and i'm just like she's gonna ruin this like they have like a, they'll have come to like this really good agreement <laughs> yeah. and then it's like well yeah there's like 10 of my people floating out in space right now <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah She's always causing all the problems in the universe, so that yeah. <laughs> so Michael has a few instances where she has to take people on in this episode and do some really weird stuff, and then she finally <laughs> weird saves... stuff like run around barefoot. Yeah, that that uh, losing her boots and like running around and saving Stamets and sending him out into space in a bubble. Yeah, like. All that, yeah. She had to make some tough calls, but and again, I, I don't know if they were the right calls. I think so. Osiris evil. Come on, she yeah. even looks like the Wicked Witch. <laughs> That's racist. But uh, <laughs> Michael only technically kills one person—the person that she like uh, puts out into space—and she uh-huh. didn't really have much of an option there. That's um, true. Well, and well, I don't mean Stam. It's a, a different person. <laughs> yeah um also the bridge crew is also uh doing their diehard bit as well because yeah they've all escaped i love the morse code scene yeah that was great with uh reese and um bryce i think it was reese and bryce yeah yeah i still don't know which is which but (laughs) (laughs) that was like the most we've ever seen them do and it, it was great yeah, I'm really glad we're seeing more of these guys. They've been in the show since the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like giving silent looks. But Yeah, they haven't had dialogue until the last couple episodes, I think. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, the crew, it, they get to the armory and, like, knock out, like, multiple assailants. Mm-hmm. And oh, that was awesome. Then, at the end of the episode, the cliffhanger is the robots come out of somewhere. And they're like, <laughs> come on, let's go take back the ship. Did, did, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Did you notice that the eyes were different colors? No. no. Uh, so on the robots, one's yellow, one was blue, and one was red. Oh, that's hmm. kind of cool. Maybe they have different personalities. Maybe one of them's evil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were they like different eras of robots? Like, no, no, like no. Some of them it like is... 22nd century? Uh, that they were all the same design, the floaty, mm. uh, yeah. UFO-shaped head ones, yeah. But I yeah. think, well, it isn't the colors, you know, uh, it's like, um, command, <gasps> oh. science, and... Oh! Engineering. Else. Command, uh, yeah, science, engineering. engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Or security. So, they kind of put those together. Probably has yeah, something no, that's to do awesome. with that. That's a really good call out. I did not catch that. That's smart. Oh, okay. I was looking through my notes and uh, <laughs> I I found uh, where the guy that Michael chokes out, I found where I saw him again. And it's kind of oh, funny. Yeah. Uh, he gets choked out again by either Bryce or Reese. I don't know which is which, but one of them chokes him out again. And I was just like, <laughs> it's that guy. 
Does the Syra choke him later? <laughs> uh, that's off camera, but oh. yes. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if a Syra. Oh, wait, we can't talk about that because the episode hasn't come out yet. The Gimp Mask. Never mind. So, yeah, what'd you think about um, Michael's decision to put Stamets, you know, like get him off the ship? So it was a very dramatic moment, but I mean, Stamets was emotionally compromised. Uh Like, I already lost him once. I can't go through that again. And Adira, what would I tell them? Adira's with them. No. No, 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 no. Hey. Go with me. I think she made the right call. It's not like they're not going to not be able to save, save Saru and Colbert, you know, like. There's still hope for them. They'll die a terrible, painful death. Is there? I mean, okay. I think so. S- uh, spoilers. MC, oh, did, shit. Did you watch the next time on? No. No. Okay, remove your headphones. All of us? Did you watch it, Eric? No. Okay, I'll talk to myself. <laughs> okay, I'm removing <laughs> my headphones. I don't know who I'm talking to. The, we, we see them in it, so they're probably alive. Okay. <laughs> There's no way to tell Eric. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I okay. okay, I'm back, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Saru's so that's dead. how that feels. Yeah, sorry, Saru's <laughs> definitely dead. Are you for real? Maybe I don't know. The I don't think so. The title of the next episode is called "Outside." They could change it to "Saru is dead." Um, <laughs> Saru's funeral. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. But yeah, I don't know. It seems like a a weird call to me because like they can't use the spore drive without him. So Stamets, what are yeah. they gonna do? They can go back through the portal, the transwarp portal thing with the ship. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was very hard to get through that in the first place. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that was super quick. It was as quick as a spore drive. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, the, the tension's definitely there, but they, I, I don't know. I don't think they can kill off. If they kill off Saru, they'd also have to kill off Colber and Adira, um, Adira who like literally was just introduced to the show. So. Yeah, and Troy's already spoiled to us that they and gray are both in season four yeah so there you go so everyone's fine <laughs> don't worry about that tension probably fine probably but stamets like that was a pretty like heartfelt scene with him they'll die a terrible painful death yeah that was that was like and i totally got where he was coming from but like dude you know we got to save the ship first we got to save the federation yeah uh, i don't know yeah i, I, kinda... I guess I, I like as soon as he realized that Adira was um, in the nebula with Culver, he was just like, my whole universe is in that nebula. Yeah. It, it yeah. was just like, it, it, it was like. It was you, a gut punch for sure. Yeah, it was like, you finally got to see all this emotion that he's kind of been hiding uh, for mm-hmm. most of the last like three seasons. And yeah. it all comes out in like, that like it whenever it happens it sort of like crests up out of nowhere and just like he explodes with like all this emotion it's great yeah yeah no, and it was, it this was, awesome. was like a direct answer to admiral vance calling uh michael out for yeah. uh not being able to do what was necessary with arium true and yeah, she and said then... she would make the hard call if she had you next time so yeah that's right and this also echoes like Saru's storyline this season too, where like, he's he wouldn't have been able to do it probably. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, um, so I think so. Earlier in the season, I think you predicted that Saru's probably going to step down as captain. Was that you, Tyler? That said that I don't think so, but oh, yeah, I feel, I feel like, like he might. I feel like we're kind of leaning towards that. I'd rather him step down instead of get killed off or get fired. Yeah, I mean, that would kind of suck. I, You know, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this, but I'm worried. Uh, so I guess, like, the next thing to really talk about is the scene on the bridge with Rin getting shot. We've mentioned it a few times, but there's more to talk about there. Yeah. Uh, because uh, 
Asira tells Aurelio, I think that's his name, the scientist guy. Um, yeah. That, you know, like sometimes they have to do not so nice things. And she's like basically trying to get him to leave the bridge so he doesn't have to see it and like you know, tarnish his image of her or whatever. Or she doesn't want to like ruin yeah. his innocence, but he chooses to stay. Yeah. And then, you know, like she didn't have to kill Rin. Like, um, Book was no. going to take her to the dilithium. Uh, and his, like, he was like, if you don't hurt Rin or the rest of the crew and, like, let them go. And then she obliterates Rin. And so that's why I think Aurelio is going to have, like, he's going to turn around. And he's going to end up sort of saving the day or something next episode, probably. Yeah, I think, I think that could happen. I hope so. Um, I, it seems weird that they just now introduced him, you know? <laughs> I feel like yeah. they should have introduced him earlier on if he was going to have a big heroic moment. Yeah, like maybe show him in, like, doing something on Osiris' ship the last time we saw her yeah. or something. Or maybe, like, you know, he walks in immediately after she kills her nephew. And he's just yeah. like, oh, hey, Osira, I got these new plans for this blah, blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For this, like, cancer treatment. I don't know. Like, I, what's a, whatever the disease thing. that killed Riker's kid that oh yeah he's developed the cure silicone based something or another Uh, they already sort of had a cure for it i guess or a treatment but they just couldn't do it because of uh robot racism (laughs) yeah part of the scene on the bridge with osira and uh book rin and all that is right after she kills rin Mm mm-hmm she tells the scientist guy um, to go get uh, truth serum. Aurelio, truth serum. So he can't lie. And that's, that's after right. she kills him. And he said that he would tell her how to get in and out of the nebula with all the dilithium mm-hmm. if she just let Ren and the crew go. And she didn't even, she, she like hesitated to look at the guy. But then she still shot Rin right in front of him. Like, do you think it's the killing of Rin or the fact that after doing that, she made him dose up Book to get the answers she wanted from him rather than doing the peaceful way? That yeah, turns well, him... I think it's that she it's a didn't have to kill him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have in my notes that Rin gives a really cool speech. I don't remember what it was at all, so we're oh, going to insert it right here. That... <laughs> I'm not afraid of you anymore. I've seen real bravery, real strength and loyalty, and love. You're nothing compared to that. All you have is fear, and no one is feared forever. Who needs forever? Wait! Wait. I know where you can find dilithium. That, that, yeah, that him telling her that uh, fear doesn't always work at some point, it's going to fail. Yeah, it was very yeah. much like a Braveheart kind of speech. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he's all defiant in the face of his death. It was awesome. Well, do you have anything else that you want to talk about or about the episode? Uh, I guess we can talk about some Tilly stuff. We didn't really mention yeah. Tilly a lot. Um, what did you guys think about, yeah, like her handling of everything? I think. Her taking the lead of the bridge crew and, like, actually leading them in, like, taking the ship back. I thought that was really cool. Grace, can you monitor comms? On it. Okay. Oh, Detmer, Reese, try to get that back door open. It leads to a maintenance shaft. And the rest of us are going to start barricading the turbo lift doors. Next regulator who tries to step through is going to lose a head. Yeah, and I yeah. like that uh, Book, like, backed her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Book said, like, her, like doing this is the best chance of them of michael making it through yeah alive definitely yeah like she didn't really have you know she didn't seem like broken or defeated by no. what happened yeah she was pretty so. optimistic all things considered which is great do you think they're setting do you really think they're setting up tilly as the next captain um i'm not sure maybe it feels like that's where they're going, but I... Uh, I don't know. I, I could see Michael being the captain with Tilly as the first officer, maybe. Yeah, that would that would be pretty awesome. I, I was kind of hoping... Well, maybe not hoping, but I was kind of assuming that uh, Burnham would become captain like 
by the last season you know what if they bring in a different a random person to be the captain to like you know like someone hmm. from that time period to like help them adjust (laughs) (laughs) yeah brings the heel back i I hope he swings in in the last second so oh yeah yeah i hope he swings in the last second and saves the day though Still I hope there's that. a post-credit scene with him. Just sitting there all quietly and sad. <laughs> Staring <laughs> off into space. Yeah, they just repeat that scene from the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> with this holographic bird alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, see yeah. you. So I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Unless we want to talk about like predictions for next episode or something. But I, I can't really predict anything. Like... Is that the last episode for the season, or is there yep. another one? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, well, yeah, it's the last finale. finale. Yeah, so they're going to wrap it up in a nice little bow and maybe leave us with a cliffhanger about some other mystery. I reckon that's that, that that's as vague as I'm going to... Uh, mm-hmm. and as specific as I'm going to get. Yeah. Uh, we, we saw off the burn, but now we have this guy that maybe has burn powers. Um... <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like what what's his deal like he's do you think he's going to be an important character moving forward or do you think he's going to be in this next episode and then we never see him again are they gonna have to kill him that's what i was kind of worried about and then wear his skin ash tyler style <laughs> yeah i don't know um the next episode is called outside so he's getting out uh, he's getting out or he's getting ejected into space is what's happening <laughs> like stamets <laughs> that could be ominous yeah like stamets with in a, the in a safe little bubble that bubble made a, a cute little noise when it left bloop. it was like bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. <laughs> stamets was inside sad but actually i think it, was he stunned at the time or no he was screaming oh my god He was <laughs> in space. No one can hear you scream unless you're in a little bubble. Unless you're in a little bubble. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. Sakal was that his name? The the yeah. elder Kelpian or the the adult baby Kelpian? The man child. The man child Kelpian. Um. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm sort of starting to wonder if Saru is going to decide to become his caretaker and leave the Federation to go back to Kaminar to take care of him and make sure the burn doesn't happen again. Maybe. Yeah. If they're going to write him out of the show, that might be what they're going for. He's going to be in the show. I don't think Saru's leaving. I mean, I hope not. I like Doug Jones. I think he's great. Yeah. Do you guys think, um, I'm blanking on her name. What was the character that left like earlier in the season on the seed ship? Non. Oh, non. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she's gonna come back this episode and just be like, she? Uh... <laughs> she's just there. I don't know. That she's would like, be a I, surprise. I finished that mission that I was doing. I'm back. I don't think so. Yeah. Because she got like main, like lead character credits this season, and then she was gone like halfway through. Nah, it, it felt kind of like what they do with Arium. They just kind of wrote her off. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Well, I mean, we could see her again maybe next season. I think Burnham's mom's going to show up at some point. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk message. about the fact that she sent I forgot that message. About that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's going to call a Syra on her bullshit. I want to see Burnham's mom face off against a Syra. What if? Those two would be great. What if they phase out the Elis and replace them with Quat Malaz? <laughs> With Burnham's mom. <laughs> just holographic Burnham's because, mom. Because, like, Osiris, like, basically, like, why not just get a person Fine. that's, mm-hmm. like, really good at, that always tells the truth and just have them. Yeah, that's kind of but a weird coincidence, like, yeah, right? It seems like exactly like that. So, yeah, the Vulcans are definitely <gasps> showing up to help next episode. Wait, 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 What? What if Badmoral Vance really is a Badmoral and Eli is lying what and if? Burnham's mom shows up and then calls out the holographic lie detector and says that thing's lying. I, I don't think so. Yeah, it's a little bit too complicated. But we didn't even talk <laughs> about the fact that the Vulcans are probably showing up. They're going to come and help. The Vulcans slash Romulans. Yeah. They're yeah. going to help. They're going to be like, we had one dilithium left. <laughs> one dilithium one left. Dilithium. Been saving it for this battle. <laughs> and then Riker's there for some reason. 
Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a Android Riker or like a hologram or something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope so. Dude, I think if if uh the end of last season was in an indicator, we might get like a pretty big space battle again. Yeah. I don't I like the Federation versus like... the Emerald Emerald Chain, you know? Yeah. Hmm. They've kind of been hinting at it because they were talking about the Emerald Chain has this uh, armada that's doing um, drills near Kaminar. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen like all the Federation ships in that bubble. Mm-hmm. And we've seen like what a Cyrus ship can do. I mean, so you I reckon think, they I think I'm going to be disappointed. I think I'm going to be disappointed if there isn't a shooty shooty space battle yeah, of some I, kind. <laughs> and Michael got that message out to her mom so like she can let the Vulcans know and the and the Romulans and then like maybe they can let the Trill know and like some of the other like oh, planets we've been to that <gasps> Klingons were... maybe what if the Klingons show up what if we still don't know if they're part of the Federation right I haven't mentioned them no uh, I really... might be saving that for next season sorry uh, I really uh, I'm really looking for uh, towards uh, Siege of Federation mm-hmm. headquarters it, it's gonna be great Oh, hey, do you guys have, uh, do you, do you guys know the three episodes you pick for that thing that we're doing? Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. Do you? Okay. You know Troy's? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. So <laughs> you guys got anything else to mention this episode? Uh, I think we're good. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, since... Yeah, next episode's the finale. After that, we're going to be back to our normal bullshit. And <laughs> uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast or just like between us. But uh, before getting into uh, Star Trek 3, look Spock's back or something, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> search for Spock. Look, he's been here the whole time. He's on that planet dead. Um, before he's, he's a giant Spock. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which spock are we looking for i don't know the big one the little one the dead one uh. um <laughs> the zachary quino one <laughs> yeah who knows uh but i forgot what the other guy's name is ah shit new spock new spock like in you new <laughs> i was thinking like <laughs> new coke or whatever but <laughs> yeah um <laughs> anyways the bearded so, spock <laughs> yes so before doing that we we're gonna do like a palate cleanser and we were going to pick the campiest episode and we we're gonna get you guys the listeners to help us so eric mc and troy have each picked what they think is the campiest episode and then we're gonna do a twitter poll and uh there's gonna be an option for an other and like you can leave in the comments what you think the campiest episode is and regardless of like how the poll goes um you know if someone suggests something that like eric mc troy forgot and they just think it's like the like truly is the campiest we will go with that if you make like a good argument for it yeah there's some pretty batshit star trek out there (laughs) well i think our three episodes uh pretty good um oh yeah you want to say that yeah do you got them uh yeah i well mine's extinction Mm. Uh, oh wait are we are we naming the series or just the episode no just the episode okay just the episode title got it got it uh true star trek fans will know which ones we're talking about though yeah (laughs) or you can google that shit yeah yeah. google that shit so mine's extinction and i keep bringing up troy's because it's sub rosa Okay, Oof. you have mentioned Oof. that. Big yeah. Uh, oh, Eric, it, yours is Bride of... Uh, the Bride of Chaotica. Chaotica, okay. Cha- yeah. You gotta uh, say I'm... it like that, though. The Bride of Chaotica. Sorry. Yeah. Ever since <laughs> I was a kid playing Sonic games, I have tr- had trouble reading the word chaos. Like, I thought, I called them, like, <laughs> Cho something emeralds like forever as a kid before I realized they were chaos emeralds or whatever. Uh, I didn't know it was chaos emeralds until Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast. I think (laughs) it's not so much reading chaos; it's saying chaos. Yeah, Um, it's something or inciting chaos. uh, Noise that my Mm -hmm. mouth doesn't want to make the noise, especially when you um put the uh. 
the last bit, like the Ikiel. Hardica. Oh, I, yeah, I thought you were talking about the Chaotica. Yeah. It's got a lot it, of like, hard like, sounds yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mouth just does not want to make noises that <laughs> like that in a row. Yeah. Uh, so we got Extinction, Sub Rosa, and the Bride of Chaotica. Yep. And then whatever people suggest. And um, we're going to put that up the day this episode comes out on our Twitter. It'll be like the pin tweet, so it's easy to find. And I, I think you can let polls go for seven days. So we'll announce like whatever episode we're going with next episode of the podcast. I'm excited. I mean, not because these are good episodes, but I mean, I'm excited. This should be interesting. I'm curious to see how many X's are in the word extinction. Is this a pornographic episode? Uh, no. Well, well I think no. there is um, Sonic Shower scenes. But... <gasps> there is, isn't there? <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's a radiation shower. Oh. Yeah. Sexy. Uh, so... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we have questions. Uh, so, Eric. Oh, sweet. Did any of the ships do it for you this episode? Uh, book ship was pretty cool in this episode. The whole yeah. transforming thing. That, that was awesome. I want to see more of that. I'm a little disappointed. We still don't know what the ship's called. But as soon as we know, like, I'm probably going to buy an action figure of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it transforms. Oh, like it's a transformer. A and it, like, turns yeah. into, it, <laughs> it's like, a... it's the ship, but then it turns into book. Yeah, <laughs> it's like cool. I don't know. Do you remember the weird? No, it turns into grudge. <laughs> Do you remember the weird Star Wars Transformers where it's like a yeah, Tie that Fighter was... that turns into Darth Vader? That was so oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. So, MC, was this better than playing? I don't know what you're playing. Cyberpunk. You're still playing Cyberpunk. Okay. Oh, yeah. Was this I, better I... than spending the same amount of time playing Cyberpunk 2077? Oh, no, actually, I, I had way more fun playing about the same amount of time on Cyberpunk yesterday. Oh, yeah? I I, I decided, like, I was going to go around sneaking around, choking people out. and oh, then all like of Michael sudden, Burnham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, except for um, I kept getting spotted mid-choking people out, and then it turned into a firefight. So I just like had Michael a lot Burnham. of fun. Uh, yeah, uh, a, a lot of fun just like shooting everything yesterday. <laughs> um, I I still got to play Ghosts of Shishima. Shishima? Oh Sushima. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I still haven't finished that either. I well, need what's to funny get back is on and finish it. I'm I'm planning on doing an episode on uh, the Mongol invasions of Japan on Epic Fails of History, and that game's literally about that. So I yeah. feel like I need to play it. <laughs> yeah, like we're not doing plugs yet. But, ah, shit. I thought I was, like... <laughs> but if we're going to talk about video games for a second, uh, Troy uh, has a podcast that we rarely talk about. Trottle Power presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Trottle Power. And uh, he does audio-only video game uh, Let's Plays. And he's been playing Dark Souls way. on there. And I have tried Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne, and I hated them. Like, I cannot get into them. <laughs> Dark like, Souls 2 is beyond brutal. I could not get in at them, and I have literally no time to play video games right now. But I just bought yeah. the Dark Souls 1 remake and Dark Souls 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have no time to play video games. I've been playing phone games because I'm just yeah. so, like, that's all I could do. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. I, I really enjoyed Dark Souls, but it's such a grind that I just had to give up. Like, I wasn't getting anywhere. And I also, I mean, like, I don't have a newborn baby but like i don't have a lot of free time you know <laughs> bloodborne was one of the first games i got for the ps4 have oh, not yeah. unlocked a single trophy <laughs> um i played but bloodborne i think <laughs> did you I'm... say bloodborne <laughs> yeah i, I might have uh but i've i've played a bit of that but i've definitely finished dark souls and Dark Souls 2 at some point. Like, I've beaten those mm -hmm. games. I haven't oh, done wow. uh, Demon Souls. Demon Souls is all right. I think Dark Souls is better. I prefer um, Dark Souls 3 is the best gameplay-wise. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, though. That first boss is just not fun. I, <laughs> you know, like, those games are not fun, but they frustrate you to the point where you want to beat them. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's like those old 8-bit retro games. Yeah, like, they I don't can't... hold your hand at all. 
Yeah, no, it, it's like you gotta work out how each of the different enemies move, how they attack. Mm-hmm. You gotta work out. Okay, now I gotta do what this and that, and, and they don't get easier. It's you just memorize more of how your enemies attack you, and it's just like you get yeah. better at the game. There's a lot how, of strategy and yeah, timing. It, it, which is how like old like Nintendo games felt. Like you didn't yep. get you didn't get powered up in those games. You got better at those games by learning as things happen. But yeah, or uh, buying Nintendo Power. Yeah, that that was <laughs> also a way. But yeah, well, then when you actually do start powering up in like the Dark Souls, and you can start running through like areas uh, that like you had to grind through mm-hmm. at the beginning yeah once you get the hang of it yeah, yeah and, and it's <laughs> Do you like mean you're literally just like, like running, running past enemies? enemies because oh you can. yeah that's why i didn't oh, yeah. like in bloodborne as i was like why am i fighting these people it's so much easier <laughs> to just run past all of them i kind of want to play bloodborne just because that one's got like the lovecraft kind of stuff going on in that one. Oh right? yeah and you get a gun yeah. oh that's kind of cool did you guys know that lovecraft was like a real big racist oh yeah yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, we're getting which really I think is why topic. Lovecraft Country like kind of took it in a way different direction. Yeah. Oh, kind of interesting. Totally kind of cool how they did that. We need to ask um, if there was a triple. There. Mm, there could have been I'm a sure triple under there. one of those helmets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got to get to a triple episode next season. <laughs> <laughs> this, this suspense is killing me. Um, so, who do you guys think was the Ash Tyler? Uh, he was definitely under under one of those helmets. Oh, he could have been. That's, oh yeah, he been. He, he's one of those helmeted guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Disguised as an Endorian. <laughs> what? He, he was disguised as oh, an Endorian, <laughs> wearing a mask. Okay, <laughs> wearing a mask <laughs> for no reason. Yep. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Plugs. Anybody have the sheet in front of them? I don't. Uh, I sure. Do. Uh. Okay. Do you want to take turns? Uh, sure, yeah. I'll get it in front of me. Oh, wait. Are we doing the what we're watching next time first? or We already know what we're watching next time. Episode yeah. 13. Yeah. Outside. 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 Oh, we already talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting on you. I'm sorry. Uh, so we're going to do our oh, plugs. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should go first. Yeah. All right. So Tyler does an Attack on Titan podcast called The Coordinate, where he's talking about the final season of the anime with a weird British guy named Bill. And I hear you guys are doing really awesome uh, uh, on your numbers there with that one. Yeah, we've been downloads. getting like real good downloads. People are excited for Attack on Titan. And actually this week, there's not an episode of Attack on Titan because they took the New Year's off from airing it. Um, so we are going to be airing an episode of the best anime shows ever so far, where uh, I talk about the first episode of Attack on Titan with Troy and MC. So hopefully you guys get a few extra downloads from that, maybe. Woo! <laughs> uh, so you can also find more of Eric's work at Epic Fails of History, that's Epic with a K, where he talks about humanity's greatest failures and what we can learn from them. And you can find links to everything we just mentioned in the show notes, as well as links to everyone's social media, and a link to our Discord channel where you can chat with us about Star Trek and other stuff. Uh, I feel like for this episode, we should say, and shit. And shit. (laughs) (laughs) And replicated shit. Um, So yeah, where are we beaming to this guy? I didn't say words. Where are we beaming to this (laughs) next week, guys? (laughs) I guess back to the nebula. Back to the nebula.
have gambled a couple times because, you know, I grew up in Vegas. My family lives out there. And it's not something I'm, like, really into. I don't even play the lottery. But I have this rule where, like, um, I only I only start with $20. I'm not going to do any more than that. And if I lose it all, that's okay. Like, I know up front that I'm only going to be spending $20. But if I walk out with more than $20, then, you know, it's a good day, you know? <laughs> And that's that's worked out pretty well so far. I've walked away with like twenty five dollars, you know, like <laughs> high roller. <laughs> yeah, but like at one point it was up, it was up like to like forty or something. But then you know I lost it, and I got back my twenty dollars basically. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's that's about the most success I've had. <laughs> the only time I went to Vegas, I played like you know like the the penny machines <laughs> see that's the way to do it because they'll give you free drinks if you're in the right area <laughs> or the right casino i should say yeah and it's like I, I i feel like i get my money's worth better that way because at least <laughs> i'm spending time right yeah exactly yeah don't so this is to all our listeners don't go to vegas just for the gambling go for the free no. drinks and go for the star trek conventions oh that and the buffets <laughs> I've always heard that you go to Vegas for the buffets because they have well, some like top tier quality like yes chefs and, and stuff out there now. Yes and no. Okay, so yes, there's some really nice buffets. The Luxor has an amazing one. Um, I remember the Stratosphere had a pretty good one too. There's also some really bad buffets, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know if still... I trust any buffets in the in the era of Corona. So, oh yeah, yeah. there is that. <laughs> how do you think strip clubs are doing right now not well yeah. well i feel I mean, like have you seen the clientele strip clubs. <laughs> yeah. i mean you do have a point about that but depends on the strip club paul my whole life is in that strip club This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.